<laughs> Hancock's Half House. Terry Hancock is a 30-year-old aspiring writer. He is very successful at aspiring. He aspires every day from 10 in the morning until around 3 in the afternoon, when he's all aspired out. So, when he is summoned to the offices of a central London lawyer, he is intrigued. Has a bidding war finally started for the publishing rights of his latest work, 120 Shades of Beige? I've arrived! The hostel's next door, sir. I beg your pardon? I got an email. Come here, it said. Urgent, it said. I hardly think so. <laughs> you don't look like the sort of person we deal with. The sort of per... For all you know, I could be J.K. Rowling. But you're not, though, are you? How can you tell? Your clothes? Now, listen, miss. I have on my phone... All right, Muzz. It's true my appearance today borders on the more threadbare end of oat couture, but I couldn't help it. The laundrette had a mix-up with a sports team from Stornoway. And what's wrong with a cricket jumper and a kilt, anyway? I'm a writer, and the world must accept me for who I am. Who's that? Who's that? As you will know one day when my book has been serialised by Amazon Prime, I am Terence Raymond Allen Hancock. I prefer Netflix. Philistine. Well, I've got an appointment. I'm sure you have, but I doubt it's with us. It is! I've got an email to prove it, and it'll be about my book, so I'm not going to move until I see someone. Oh, heavens... Go and wait in the cafe downstairs, and I'll ask Mr McAndrews if he'll see you. Right, right, I will, because he will. By the way, where do you keep them? Keep what? Your thumbscrews. Yeah, what do you want? I'll have a double skinny soya frappuccino with a double shot of hazelnut syrup and don't skimp on the chocolate powder. I need me flavonoids. Sugar? If there's any room in the cup after that lot, yes. But make sure it's raw cane. Five pounds sixty-two, please. Blimey. Can I pay in instalments? No, card only. <sighs> OK. I'll bring it over. Yes, and for that price you can stand there and hold the spoon as I drink it. I'll bring it over. Swipe me, what a day. I'm wearing someone else's clothes, I've been abused by Cruella de Vil and I've been mugged for a cup of coffee. Oh, well, it's all in the life of a writer on the cusp of going global. So, who shall I have played a lead in the adaptation of my book? I suppose Tom Cruise might do, but can he do a brummy accent? I mean, he's good at the easy stuff like jumping out of planes, but the authentic twang of Smedic might be beyond him. Hmm. What about The Rock? No, 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 his head's too small. Funny-looking chap, looks like an action man with the wrong head on. <sighs> ah, I don't know. Maybe I'll have to play him myself. Mr Hancock? Yes? I'm McAndrews. Mick who? Uh, Mr McAndrews, the lawyer. You had an appointment with me. Oh, yes, yes. Well, I tried, but I couldn't get past security. Look, can we get on with it? Only me electric scooter's on a metre. Yes, sorry about all that. May I sit down? And it won't take long to want to keep you from me a fancy dress party, do we? Now, don't you start or I'll go to Penguin. Look, how much can I flog the rights for? The rights for what? My book. That's why I'm here, isn't it? Mr Hancock, I've no knowledge of any book. I've asked to see you on an entirely different matter. Now, <clears throat> your mother passed on a few years ago, did she know? Aye, I, I mean, yes. Though I never knew my father. Could have been one of a dozen. Popular lady, me mum. Where is that coffee? But do you know the identity of her father? Well, no. 
Me mum said me grandma told her, but she was under instructions to take the secret to the grave. Well, we can now unearth that piece of knowledge. I'm not getting a spade out for anyone, mate. No, you don't understand. I have something of interest to tell you about your mother's father. Billy? Who was he? Was he of noble birth? Because I've got one of them noses. Here, cop a load of that profile. What does that say to you? Uh, would you like handkerchief? Yes, yes, as well. I grant you it does put the wind up the occasional youngster, but that is by the by. The... Now look, come on, who was he? Well, the will prevents me revealing his name, though I can tell you he was quite a famous comedian. The thing is, we found a codicil in your mother's will. A codicil? You want to watch them, they can eat old documents. Greedy little perishers. David Attenborough lost a pair of underpants and half a sock to them one night up the Amazon. Size of doorknobs they were. But what's that got to do with me? Mr Hancock, a codicil is... Oh, another bit of her will. It seems your mother inherited her father's residence, but it's lain empty and forgotten about until we stumbled on the codicil. I told you they could be big. Is he ever coming with that coffee? <laughs> Mr Hancock, your grandfather's left you his house. Come again? His dwelling place. Oh, his house. Speak English, man. You haven't got independence yet. A house. Good old grandad, whoever he was. Hey, hang on. He was famous, you say. I bet it's huge. Why, it's more of a pied to tear. It's not in France, is it? Because they've got the ump with us over Brexit. Mind you, anywhere's better than where I am now. Where are you now? The Dorchester. The Dorchester? Yes, I do a bit of bar work, so they let me sleep in the attic. Dorchester? What, on Park Lane? No, no, no. Park Crescent, Mitcham. The Dorchester Arms. You must have heard of it. Looks a bit rough on the outside, but there's always paper in the toilets. Come down, I'll buy you a pint of Bulgarian IPA to say thank you. Mr Hancock, I don't do this for thanks. I'm a lawyer. I do it for money. Here are the keys. The address is attached. 23 Railway Cuttings, East Cheam. Can I go round now? Of course, but be prepared. It's not been occupied for several decades. Where are you going? Don't you want your coffee? No, I nipped over to Brazil and got a fresh one while I was waiting for it. What shall I do with it? Well, for that price, mate, get it insured and put it in a frame on the wall. Well, the street looks quite nice. Right, where is it? Let's see. Number 17, number 19, number 21. Then there's that smelly old junkyard. So it must be the one after that. Oh, hang on, that one's number 25, which... Stone me. Is this it? What a dump. It makes the Adams family house look like Buckingham Palace. All its missingness and bats flying round the chimney. It's a good job they boarded up those windows. That chipboard's all that's holding it up. But no, 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 I mustn't complain. It's a period piece. Ha ha. Yes, as all its original fittings, even if they are piled up in the front garden. Come on, Terry, see the positive side. Yes, yes, yes. Now let's take a look inside at those antiques. That's odd. Keys don't seem to fit. Maybe the lock's seized up. Oh, come on! Here, what are you doing? I beg your pardon? I said, here, what are you doing? I heard you. I was expressing surprise at your tone. I can't help it that I've got high voice, can I? What are you doing? 
Not that it is any of your business, but I am taking possession of this property. I'm the new owner. Oh, that'll put the cat among the pigeons. <laughs> what do you mean? He won't like that. Who? I mean, who won't? He who has it. Eh? He who has it? What is this, speech therapy? Sir, he who has it is gone. A long time ago. I saw him recently. Not unless you were staring into a crystal ball, you didn't. I assure you, I am the new owner. It's official. I have a codicil. Is that why you're wearing a kilt? Hey, don't you know what a codicil is? No, what is it? It means an extra bit added on. Oh, it is why you have to wear a kilt. Don't be rude. It means I'm the new owner of 23 Railway Cuttings, East Cheam. Anyway, who... I... Oh, I'm doing it now. Whom are you? I'm the owner of number 21, so I hope you'll paint yours and tidy it up soon. I've been trying to sell mine for years, but the minute they see your place, they run a mile. What from? You or the house? Look, there's nothing wrong with this house. It's got character. It's pre-war, you know. Yeah, the one with the round heads. A lick of paint and a new door would look brand new. What about the smell? Oh, it's just the mustiness of antiquity. Old stuff always smells like that. Only when it's dead. It's a unique property. How many houses round here are gargoyles on the gutters? They're vultures. All right, well, a moat then. Look at that. That's class, that is. A moat in the front garden. It was probably to keep my grandfather's fans out. He was a famous comedian, you know. That's not a moat. Your drains have gone. You need to fix those as well. All right. It needs attention. I'll fix it. I'm a man of action. When I put my mind to something, I do it. I'll have this house looking so classy, it'll start a property boom. We'll have billionaires swarming round here. I wouldn't be surprised if you end up renting your shed to Branson. Or Alan Sugar, or, or Roman Avvich, you mean, Ramat. That Russian bloke with a football team. Just so they can put the address of the most desirable road in London on their emails. Cometh the hour, cometh the man. Cometh me, Terence Hancock. Oh, I won't let anything stop me. It's just that I can't get in. That's not a problem. There's a key under this stone. So there is. How did you know that? I see you as it use it. Don't start that again. I'm uncomfortable with too many simple words. I'm a writer, you know. But I see him. Stop it. You're giving me the shivers. You see the ghost of me old granddad? He don't look like a ghost. He looks real to me. Stop it or I'll show you my codicil. Oh, don't be like that. I'm only trying to help. Yes, well, thank you very much, but I want to inspect my abode. All what you does in your own house is your own affair. Indeed it is, and I am entering my new place of residence to have a shifty. Oh, we won't like that. He's dead, dead, I tell you. Do you want me to come in with you? No, it's scary enough as it is. Suit yourself, but don't say I didn't warn you. Ghosts in this day and age. He who has it, he can belt up. Right, let's use this key. It's dark in here. Maybe he was right about a ghost. No, 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 it's perfectly safe. He was probably just trying to give me the eebie-jeebies so I'd sell it to him cheap. Well, he's dead wrong there. Nothing scares me. Man, the lifeboats! That door needs attention. I can't keep jumping out my skin every time I close it. Right, let's have some light. Welcome to Coronation Street, 1964. Complete with brown trilby on a hook. Mind you, we could use a few more of those to hide the wallpaper. Is that a pattern or a display of bodily fluids? It'll have to go. It'll give me one of my heads. 
This rug will have to go too. I don't like the way it won't let go of me feet. And what's with these boxes everywhere? Loads of them. Something written on this one. India. India? Maybe he was planning on moving abroad. I'll have a look later. Let's check out the ground floor first. The living room. And by the look of it, there's plenty living in it. These soft furnishings are moving under their own steam. But let's not be critical. It's homely. That's the word, homely. Well, it's got to be. It's the only home I've got. A sofa, a real fireplace, a table and a chair where I can sit and write my novel. Look, there's even his last cup of tea sitting on the table. Oh, Terry, you've landed on your feet here. Good old grandad. Peace and quiet where I can compose my masterpiece. What was that? That sounded like footsteps upstairs. It can't be. The lawyer said there was no one here. There can't be anyone up there. Maybe the neighbour was right. It's the ghost of Grandad. His undead spirits stalking the house for fifty years. I don't know. Well, they've got some bloody big mice around here. No, no, no. It's the ghost of Grandad. I've disturbed his rest and made him angry. Either that or he wants a fresh cup of tea. Here, Grandad. Here's your tea. Here. Hang on, it's still warm. He's coming downstairs. He's coming to get me. Oh, I'm done for. Oh, wish I'd been nicer to that lovely man next door and got him to come in here with me. I could have thrown him at the ghoulish fiend and legged it out the door. This is it. I'll shut me eyes. Maybe you'll go away. Be gone, phantasm, or I'll get the vicar to chuck his holy water about. Who are you and what are you doing in my house? It's not your house anymore, oh spirit. You no longer belong in this realm. It's my house now. You have to go back to, to, to wherever you were before. My bedroom? Eh? I was in my bedroom, marking up the runners for this afternoon's meeting at Newmarket. Walk towards the light. What light? The big bright one that's been beckoning you for the last 50 years. The one over the bookies? No, no, no. Look, can't you see a big light? No. Really? Are you sure? All I can see is some burk in a kilt standing with his eyes shut in my living room holding my tea. Open your eyes and see for yourself. If I open my eyes, you promise you won't hurt me? That depends what you do with my tea. All right, here goes. Hey, I can't see through you. Not many people can, that's the trick, ain't it? But ghosts are meant to be all translucent. What are you on about? You, you're a ghost. Why aren't you see-through? I'm not a ghost, I live here. Are you sure? Hang on. Drink some tea. Let me see if it all goes over the floor. Swipe me, you really are here. Yes, and so are you, and I want to know why. I'm the new owner. Really? I don't remember selling that. Well, I have a codicil. Is that why you're wearing a kilt? Don't you start. I have a document. It says I'm the legal owner. Here. Very interesting. But I got one too. Here. Mr Sigmund James. Call me Sig. Having shown that he has squatted the property of 23 railway cuttings East Cheam continuously for 10 years, is hereby granted ownership of said... Pro- but this looks legal. It is. It was all done through a bent... Uh, I mean, a friendly solicitor, I know. Ah. Ah. But look here. <laughs> the owner has 65 days to object. I shall object. You can't. It was finalised two years ago. 
But I didn't know I was the owner then. That's not fair. Life ain't fair. You've learnt an important lesson there. You should thank me. Thank you for stealing my inheritance. You're welcome. Hey? You said thank you. I said you're welcome. Anyway, I didn't steal it. It's all legal and above board, so I'll be thanking you and asking you to leave my property before I call the old bill. But, but I... I Look, I understand. You do? It's a big surprise. It is, it is. But let me help you. Oh, thank you. That's, That's very kind. You've only just found out, didn't you? Yes. So, imagine it was all a dream. A dream? A dream, yes, huh? I'm dreaming, dozing, in my attic, on my bed of bird droppings. Yeah. Does that help? Yes. Good. Now clear off before I do you for trespass. All right, all right. I'm going, but you'll be hearing from my lawyer. He hasn't got a leg to stand on. Well, he won't have if he comes near me. I shall take this to the highest court legal aid can afford. Out! You'll rue the day you cross Terry Hancock. Out! I'll put you in my book. I'll make people hate you. No one reads books anymore. That's true. Now, get out! All right, all right, I'm going. I'm just trying to get past these boxes. Now look what you've done. I'll have you for criminal damage and all. Don't be silly. I haven't damaged any of these Chanel handbags. Chanel handbags? Gucci shoes? Armani suits? All right, stop poking around. But these boxes are labelled India. So? Well, it may come as news to you, but Chanel does not come from India. How do you know? It's made in France. That's why they call it Chanel, because it comes from across the Chanel and Gucci, Armani. They're made in Italy. Yeah, yeah, well, not these. It's it's a new line they're doing, see? The only doing going on here is being done by you. These are fakes, and you're storing them here. Of course, of course. An old house, unused for decades. It's the perfect place to hide dodgy gear. Let's have a little look upstairs. Oi, where are you going? To have a look around. I won't let you. You'll have to get round that pile of boxes first. Phones. Computers. Perfume. Cosmetics. Bicycles. Pigeons. Get off. Right, well, Mr Sigmund James. Sig. You and I need to have a little talk. Because I don't think you really want to call the authorities, do you? Well, well now, Hancock, now, I mean, there's no need to go bothering the law with this. Because <laughs> the way I see it, you've got enough stuff here to give Amazon a run for its money. So, if you could see your way to vacating my house with the spoils of your ill-gotten gains, I shall say no more about it. Aren't you forgetting something? It ain't your house. It's my house. So you can vacate my house. If you force me to vacate this house, I shall vacate it all the way to the nearest police station. Ah. Yes. <laughs> it's got you worried, that, hasn't it? It seems we have a situation. Yes, it seems we do. Yes, Mush, a situation. Though at some point you may have to run through it again with me because I got a bit confused with everything there at the end. It's simple. You can't kick me out because i got rights and I can't kick you out or I'll go inside. Really? Yes, yes, quite right. In which case, and it pains me to say this, we'll have to do the decent thing. A duel! I didn't have you down for a gentleman like what I am. No, we'll have to share. Both live here. Oh, well, I suppose... <laughs> All things considered... Well? You've got me by the codicil. 
All right, then, we'll share. All right, then. On two conditions. Which are... I don't want to see any more dodgy gear in the house. Agreed. You won't see it. And secondly... Yes. Would you mind moving your pigeons out of my bedroom? That was... (laughs) Hancock's Half House. Hancock's Inheritance was written, performed and produced by Spike Bredquell and Simon Hardiman. You also heard Devia Mir, original music by Simon Hardiman and other music courtesy of bensound.com. Hancock's Half House is inspired by the work of Ray Galton and Alan Simpson. And of course, Tony Hancock. It was an inshore madman production and was the first in a series of six. Don't miss the next episode, Hancock's Health Kick. For more, go to hancockshalfhouse.com. <laughs> Hancock's Half House. <laughs> Hancock's Half House. <laughs> Hancock's Half House. <laughs> Hancock's Half House. Hancock's Half House.